Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. Illinois has a teacher shortage. This isn't new news, by the way. We've had this issue for a long time, but the pandemic definitely has not helped, and it is reaching a, a crisis point in some school districts around the state. The Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents of Schools conducted a, its annual survey of school districts to find out from them how they are doing in trying to fill vacancies to have adequate instruction in every classroom. The picture it paints is not pretty and suggests the need for some pretty quick action. Mark Kleisner is the president of the Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents of Schools and joins us live here this afternoon. Thank you for your time. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Jim. Glad to be here. Well, uh, again, uh, the idea of a teacher shortage and the struggle in uh, getting people into the profession and keeping them in the profession is not a new one, but there's no doubt that the pandemic has uh, just heightened some of these challenges here. So so tell us what your survey reveals about the, the current state of teaching in Illinois and about this shortage that's impacting so many districts. Yeah, well, thank you, Jim. Um, you know, you, you appropriately use the word crisis, and that's the word that, that I'm using as well. Um, we started discussions in 2015. Our first study was in 2017, 17, 18, 19. It got worse and worse each year. And then the pandemic hit, and 93% of our superintendents are telling us that they expect it to last into uh, 2023, 2024. So we don't see a clear end in sight, but all of the things the pandemic brought, things like fear and concerns about health and safety, um, not to mention social, emotional trauma. I mean, all the things that have come along have worsened the trajectory that was already not great. And as you said, we need, our kids deserve the very best teachers in front of them, um, trying to help them be successful. Now, uh, before we delve into some more of the, the reasons for this and what we can do about it, uh, I, I have to note that uh, the State Board of Education uh, in the annual school report card paints a somewhat different picture. They've suggested that teacher ranks are actually growing. They point to federal pandemic dollars that has helped to uh, you know, add some financial incentive uh, to get people into classrooms here. And so they, they say it's maybe not as much of a crisis as, as the picture you're painting. How do you explain the discrepancy? Well, it's a great question, and I would I would agree with my colleagues at the state board. However, there are two things. The federal influx of monies are only slated to work for the next two years, and then we'll hit a cliff. That's not a sustainable solution to the to the um, crisis. In addition, we also know that. The numbers that were um, collected this past uh, this past fall um, have to be somewhat skewed because many of our districts were in remote um, instruction. Many of them had already combined classes, extended hours, um, reduced numbers of students who were now being um, homeschooled or they were be, being treated remotely and 
So in many cases, teachers were able to um, create some extraordinary feats by, you know, additional sections and so forth. So um, although I agree with the numbers that the state board is 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 uh, presenting, I'm also very concerned that they're not really accurate of of the reality. In our in our study, we found over 2,000 unfilled positions. We found over 800 classes that were either canceled or had to be moved to um, asynchronous online because we could not fill the positions. So the extraordinary um, circumstances that we saw in September, October, November um, may have looked like the data was improving, but instead it really um, indicated a very different delivery model with our, our teachers in our schools. Our superintendents, I think I mentioned this a minute ago, our superintendents are saying 75% of our, our superintendents across Illinois are saying that the shortage is getting worse. 88% of them said that it's a, a, a tragic problem and 93% said they expect it to go on for the next three years. It is uh, certainly a situation where the pandemic in particular, whether, as you noted, uh, teachers fear for their safety or they themselves have been infected or exposed, they can't go to school, or they're just so frustrated by all of the additional demands the pandemic has brought on, have really added to this problem. But is is there light at the end of the tunnel here? If we can get through the pandemic, if we can get back to some something resembling a pre-pandemic normal, Will, will some of these issues resolve themselves, and will we see this this exodus from teaching start to to settle down, and teachers settle back into what brought them to teaching in the first place? Well, I like to be a voice of hope, and I'm going to say yes. Um, a couple things, a couple factors. When I talk to my colleagues in higher ed and talk to the the Illinois um, Board of Higher Education. They're saying that enrollments had a slight uptick in schools of education. Now, maybe 1% to 2%, but still, even being level or slightly increased is a good thing from the pipeline standpoint. In addition, the state board, as well as the regional superintendents, we're having conversations with our high schools, with our community colleges, with our legislators. We're looking at ways to foster the pipeline on the front end, and at the same time, I see that, that, that there are some real possibilities for expedited routes toward licensure, second career people, um, folks that can possibly get into the classrooms sooner and then provide additional supports afterwards. Um, we want to be very careful that the federal money, uh, the federal stimulus money has been very, very helpful. And I, I can't be more thrilled. However, we know there's a cliff, that that stimulus money is only a couple years out. So we need to use it wisely and, and build some foundation so that as we pull out of a pandemic, we've built the structures in place so that we can continue forward and, and really lessen the impact of these um, shortages. 
we're talking with Mark Kleisner of the Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents of Schools on this survey, talking about uh, an ongoing and it appears worsening teacher shortage here in Illinois. Uh, I want to come back to the question of potential solutions to this crisis in just a moment. Uh, one of the things that jumped out at me on the, the summary of your survey, and you, you alluded to this, it says more than 2,000 positions are either not filled or filled by someone not qualified to teach there, more than double the amount reported from the last school year. Uh, what does that mean when you talk about someone not qualified to teach there actually filling a teaching position? And what does that mean in terms of the education that students around Illinois are receiving right now? Well, Jim, I think it, it's a substantive, excellent question. Um, it typically means a couple things, that um, administrators or school boards have found excellent teachers, but in Illinois, there are a lot of restrictions to our teacher licenses, things like grade level bans. Perhaps I'm only allowed to teach middle school or I'm only allowed to teach high school, but I'm an excellent teacher in terms of foundational skills about my pedagogy. So perhaps an administrator says, wow, I've got this amazing algebra teacher, but I need him to teach fifth grade. Well, it's outside his band, and so it's something he's not necessarily qualified for, but might still be an outstanding teacher. The other, the other situation we frequently run into is that substitute teachers are, are not allowed to fill a position beyond 90 days. And so if there's a position and you have an outstanding substitute teacher, they can only fill a, a, a one significant position for 90 days um, consecutively. So what happens when that 90 days is up? Um, do we ask them to continue the rest of the year in that position? And if it's an outstanding teacher who's doing a great job, we would rather choose that than to not have somebody um, in the position. So in both those examples, you would be talking about teachers who are not qualified for the position they're in and that could still possibly offer a really substantial educational experience for the students. Now, the second part of your question is, how does this pan out? In the long run, my own personal opinion, speaking for myself, <laughs> is that um, our students deserve the very best teachers and programs that we can get in front of them. In a crisis mode, nearly every administrator I know is doing the best they can for kids. And even if that's sort of stretching or bending these rules we're discussing, um, I still think they're doing the best they can for kids. Ideally, we would have teachers who are perfectly qualified and skilled in front of our students providing the very best for them. Now, the last thing I'll say is, as I don't want to sound too negative, however, um, with all of these exceptions in place, all the things that we're doing to to keep our schools staffed, our lunchroom staffed, our buses staffed, all these extraordinary means that we're using may be um, minimizing the educational experience our kids are getting. And my wish would be that every kid has a fully qualified, well-skilled, high-quality teacher in front of them, helping them be successful. The reality of the situation is in this crisis mode, we are sometimes having to make do with the best that we have available. Um, 
And I have a lot of trust in our educators that they're doing all they can. And yet, because we are in crisis mode, there are some times where we, um, where we feel we have to stretch and bend a bit um, to make sure that we're getting kids in school. I'd also like to add, I believe personally that schools are very safe. Um, our educators are doing all they can to keep them clean and safe and distanced and masked and vaccinated and all those pieces. Um, educators in general are doing the very best they can to give kids the best experience they possibly can. And I would like to see us forever working to make that better and and even more um, successful. This is a complex issue, and unfortunately, we are, are nearly out of time. So let me just wrap up by by asking you, as we have a legislative session uh, unfolding before us here, uh, what would be the, the one or two main things you'd like the legislature to address to try to make a difference in this problem and to try to make sure that we do have good, qualified teachers in sufficient numbers for every classroom in the state? Yep, Jim, thank you for the question. I I have two favorite strategies. One is for um, second career folks. Let's get them into the classroom ASAP and support the heck out of them. Um, if you had, uh, let's say, a biology professional, give them a teacher certificate, let them teach biology, support them with a mentor teacher and a coach, um, an administrator who's evaluating them well, keeping them on point, give them access to micro-credentials or to graduate studies and help them perfect their skills. So get people in the classroom who have life experiences that they can bring to our kids, and that expedites the process by years. Um, the second thing that I think is uh, we are really pushing and supporting initiatives to try to bring additional funding to bring um, minority teacher candidates to the, to the table. Um, there are a couple initiatives that would do some funding and scholarship kind of money um, to bring our young candidates of color into the teaching profession, rounding out and, and really helping our, our teaching profession flourish with expertise. Those are my two, um, my two favorite initiatives that I'm asking the legislature to, to consider and expedite. Mark Kleisner is the president of the Illinois Association of Regional Superintendents of Schools. Uh, thank you for the update. Keep us posted on this very important issue because obviously an awful lot is riding on it. Thanks again for your time. Thank you, Jim. Have a great evening.